Welcome. You've splash landed into this Prosecco-laden podcast, straight into the woo-woo pool with the crew of OMG. We're just a simple group of tragically imperfect and highly empathic BFFs, exploring a wide range of atypical topics with humor, grace, and curiosity. This is OMG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. We're here with our woo-woo crew, and tonight's topic is friendship. How we vibe low, how we vibe high, past friends, present friends, future friends, and all the things that happen in between. Thanks so much for joining us tonight on OMG, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So welcome welcome to my friends here at the table and our friends out there because uh yeah we are so excited to have you with us and we plan to air this during thanksgiving which is a time of family and sometimes family is what you make it absolutely and sometimes it's more friends than it is actual family I think there's an actually really interesting, you know, the saying blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't I was agree telling me actually back in college that the Latin, which don't call me, I don't know the Latin phrase actually refers to the blood of made friendships is thicker than the water of the womb. So it's actually yeah. almost the reverse of what people think. I the like connections it. you yes. build are stronger than you, your blood, really, your actual blood or maternal relations. I agree with that 150 million percent. Yeah. If somebody wants to look that up and tell us, please do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fact check us. We don't care. We have for (laughs) seconds. Yeah. So, you know, we want to talk about how friendship changes over the years and who comes into your life, who leaves your life, depending on where you are in your spiritual journey as well. Because I, I like personally, this is Brenda for anybody listening. I would say my friendships have been, have been in little groupings Mm -hmm. so like childhood friends from early childhood then high school friends then i kind of went through a phase where i was a mother and really didn't have like friends that i hung out with because i had kids Mm -hmm. and then you know once then i went through divorce and then i had divorce friends (laughs) (laughs) then we went out had a good time and (laughs) then i started collecting in my my tribe of people as I went along on my spiritual journey and just in the past since the pandemic started, I don't know about you guys, but I've dropped friends since then. Yeah. Yeah. It's like friendships that were not. Or the line has thinned, the line of connections. Sometimes it can always snap back. Yeah. And then I look back on those friendships and I'm like, what was that about? Like, what was that friendship about? And I think it was easy because everybody was, going and doing things. So mm-hmm. whenever we were in the pandemic, you know, if we were to see each other, it was more of an effort. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you spend the effort on the people who really matter to you. Right. You know, people you resonate with and that you connect with the most. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Yes. If you've got friends who are full of drama and that feeds some part of you, cool. But like, otherwise, you know, be careful, protect your energy, but also don't protect yourself and your sanity. I feel like when you're around so much drama all the time, it just gets to be draining. It does. It so, does. Yeah. And I had some friends like that in college. I feel like this is Alexandra. I have gone through 
phases like you have. Mm-hmm. And it's just like usually huge markers around the end of high school. And this has been to my detriment. I've always been a bit of an extroverted introvert and I've always been better with people who are older than I am. Jenna, because you're girl. able to communicate with some of the people my own age. It was just like, oh, you guys are obnoxious, crappy. I don't get this. But then it's like, I've always been such a floater that I've always had so many interests that I always had pieces of this mm-hmm. and pieces of that. Yeah, right. And it was so hard to find a group or a clique of people in high school that, you know, got every part of me. So I was feeling, well, so anyways, and I'm going to college across the country. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep in touch with a few of you. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's the hallmark of an old soul, I think, what you just mm-hmm. described. Because I, just like you, I've always had older friends or I resonated with those people. But someone like you, who's half my age, we vibe just fine oh, yeah. because of who you are and who I am. And I, I would cut a bitch for anyone at this table. <laughs> I really would. Appreciate that. How deep yeah. is your love? Yeah. Yeah. Hear that. How deep is your love? It was all the way to the bottom of this class. Exactly. <laughs> for tonight, anyway. I think it's interesting to kind of like to bring this point earlier about, you know, phasing out friendships or just this natural sort of fizzling out of relationships during the pandemic that we all sort of fused together. Like, you know, you guys all knew each other, but like as a, as a group of us, you know, I feel like we really solidified that during the pandemic because mm-hmm. we were, I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I feel like we're all kind of on the same page with that, that we were sort of taking inventory of what was important, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we were at home or in lockdown mm-hmm. or whatever, you have to really make an effort to make communication with people. Right. And there were several people that I'm not really friends with anymore. Um, and I feel, I mean, I wish no harm against them. Right. I only love and light. Right. Um, I want to see them successful and, you know, happy in whatever that they, that they choose to do. But um, that's what Facebook is for, really. Right. Exactly. I want to watch you and see that you're successful and happy and, Give you a like every now and again, you know, and, and you know, so on. But um, blessed be on your journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I think it's also important to mention. It's like you know, I've had friends who in college I spent a lot of time with. I was friends with, and nothing bad happened. There was no blowout, but we kind of just went our own directions over time, and it was just you know, five days since I texted them or they, we reached yeah. out or hung out. And it's just like looking back sometimes through my contacts on my phone, I'm like, you know, oh man, I'm kind of bummed that I don't spend time with it. And at this point, it's like, it's been a few years to reach out and go, hey, do you remember this person? Sure. <laughs> <Kind of thing. laughs> right. But, you know, it's sometimes it's nice that people come into your life when you need them and they kind of leave when you don't. Right. And sometimes they'll snap back 10 years later out of the blue mm-hmm. yeah. for a reason. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Ro? Yeah. Um, Rosalie, you chase friends from like this is her, Rosalie, yes, her so, growing up years mm-hmm. that she still is in contact with all the time. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. I have occasional contact with some people. So why do you feel like you have that bond with with those people from a long time ago? Because you're obviously not the same person that you were at 15, 16, 17, 18. Well, the core group of friends uh, that I have on the West Coast, and then a few of us are scattered across the country, but some of them, before I met them, were friends from kindergarten. Wow. So, um, soul ties. Soul ties. And then um, we all went to the same Catholic schools together. We all fit in, and then we fit into the Catholic high school. 
And did you also feed into the Catholic guilt? I'm just oh, they did. Well, yes. you know they did. Oh, you know we did. We, you know we did. But she's reformed. Yes, <laughs> I am reformed. But we've been through so much together over those years because we we had you know we and usually uh, private the Catholic schools tend to be smaller, so you get to know your classmates. Oh yeah, smaller. Yeah, some. Uh, or you choose not to be friends with some of those uh, people, but you, and it's kindergarten through eighth grade, and then there's no middle school. Right. And then you feed right into the high school. So, so to, sorry. I'm sorry. I'd have to agree with that. I went through um, private education up through eighth grade. And the last school I'd gone to was, I think there was 20, 22 of us in my eighth grade class. And one of my longest and oldest friends is from my time there. And that's a great friendship because it's you don't have to be in contact all the time. I don't know about for you. Yeah. But like six months could pass before we text or call each other. And we'll just call each other out of the blue and say, hey, and no time's passed exactly. at all. And I love those friendships because they're not low maintenance, but they're just so easy and so comfortable. It's natural. Exactly. Yeah. It's just part of you. In right. major life yeah. events, you exactly. know about it and you can at least provide, whether it's Facebook or text encouragement, right. that cord just sends. It doesn't break. You might get some strange text messages every once in a while. It causes you to go, oh, what? And then call them. But it ends up being a really beautiful conversation kind of thing. That's a good yeah. kind of drama. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun drama. So I have a question for you, Rosalie. Yes. And for everybody at the table, actually, and for you guys out there, too. Do you feel like you are a different Rosalie with different groups of people? Or are you able to be 100% yourself with all of your different groups of friends? And yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I was different people with different friends, like my work friends and my, you know, growing up friends and I'm trying to think friends with children you're right. yeah and then yeah, yeah just you just make these little connections but like you say people come and go but with this core group of friends that i have we can go a year without talking to each other mm-hmm. but the cool thing about the pandemic and nothing's cool about a pandemic but we decided that we were gonna do a zoom meeting once a week and this started early in the pandemic because we couldn't visit each other because we would travel across the country meet places and things and we couldn't like when we all turned 50 we said we're going to meet in vegas and there was like 13 of us and we you know we all grew up you know we were all that core group of friends and after that we tried to do it a, a trip a year and that was our plan and the pandemic happened so we're like well we miss that connection if it's at least just once a year we miss that personal connection mm-hmm. well the next best thing was zoom so um and it continues today absolutely so it's almost been what a year and a half and not everybody can be on that call every week but you know during the pandemic when it first started we were all there because everybody was home yeah. but now that life is somewhat returning to normal we still keep that connection the circle exists it, it exists Beyond but like i say it's like the kind of friendships that aren't high maintenance, we can go yeah. forever without seeing each other, sometimes years. And when we're in each other's company, it's like there's no apologies for anything. We just mm-hmm. pick up, start talking, and the conversation flows like where we left off the last time. So, is those, that what friendship should be, though? It, it should. should. Yeah. Exactly. Let me speak to a question that I have for you all um, listening. This is Aaron. For you all listening and for you all at the table, like, 
my husband Christian and I were recently talking about friendships and like friends phasing out and kind of having a similar conversation to what we're having here now at the table. And we both talked about how, you know, from like that core group of friends that you had, um, you know, in elementary school or like the neighborhood friends or whatever, like from young kids to now, like how your definition of friendship or what or who you count as a friend has changed or like what requirements you all have or expectations, I guess is a better word, um, for a friendship, like to maintain a friendship because there, I prefer usually people who are not high maintenance, right? That mm-hmm. don't, don't need to be texted or called every single week or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we can just, you know, maybe three weeks passes and we should be texting each other like, hey, thinking of you a brand new great week or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Or um, look at this meme. This is so cute. And right. they don't even have to respond, right? Totally. Yes. Right. Like, just the they like it. and heart and laugh, you know, things that have popped up mm-hmm. on iPhones and I'm not sure about them. Microsoft uh, Google phones, but I've loved that feature because it's nice. It's just like, oh, hey, I acknowledge that I've seen it, I've read it, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's right. funny. I see you, but I can't, mm-hmm. you know, totally type out a response right now. Right. That's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Aaron, do you feel like you're the same person with everybody in your friend friendship circle? Or are you different people with different friends? That's a great question. I feel like I'm different. I mean, at the core, I'm the same, mm-hmm. but I feel like I there are like different tiny little parts of me that come out subconsciously. Mm-hmm. So like, or, you know, around you guys here at the table, like I am a lot more like extroverted and talkative and you're a more Yeah. Yes. And you know, with um, like at home with Christian or with my friend Cecilia, we went and had dinner last night and we hadn't seen each other in probably close to a month. And, um, you know, her life is crazy busy. We've been friends for... Since high school, right? Yeah, we met in the high school art class. Mm -hmm. And, like, ended up working together at our first high school job. And um, come to find out, we're actually second cousins. Right. Um, Y'all know we live in a Bible Bill. Okay. (laughs) Look look at your lineage. You know what I'm saying? Three hours from Tennessee. Three hours from Tennessee. Right. Um, So we. An hour from Virginia. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So we were like, oh my gosh, we're related. And so we started talking. I I have this very vivid memory of, um, let's keep the story short, but anyways, I have this very vivid memory as like a young child meeting her mom Mm. who passed away from breast cancer. Right. And, and I'm related to that side of the family as well. Right. Yeah. So we all have that kind of tie. Mm-hmm. And um, I've like, you know, told her about that time that I met her mom. And she kind of so wild that like we met in a high school art class. Like what are the odds of that? Yeah. Or, you know. It was um, meant to be. Huh? It was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So shout out to Cease. But I, I do feel like um, overall I'm the same at, at my core with, with each friendship or group of friends or whatever but your um, values are your values exactly and exactly. respect that right exactly yeah. but i do think there are like there's a silly side or a more serious side or mm-hmm. a, a better listener side or whatever yes. that kind of you know comes in and out depending on the context of who i'm with and where we are right i'm my i think the my, my main question with that is are you allowing yourself to fully uh, for all of us at the table yes are we allowing ourselves to fully be in our authentic. true, authentic expression in all of our friendships and not just interactions with people who are like, you know, casual acquaintances, right. but people that we count as like 
solid friends. Yeah. Like our battery rechargers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, this is Alexander. I would have to say no because it's something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, it comes with age. It does. It does. I've been so burned by some things that it's always been much more reserved. So, yeah. you know, if you're working on that, cool. We'll work on it together. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I've, I've always kept parts of myself back because it's just a comfortable, safe thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Miguel, we do that as a, yeah. as a like, protection. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely working on putting my foot forward and showing up for myself, not for other people. And I think that's important to do is, you know, to say something I've learned is not so hard to not be the person, you know, you think people in a group want you to be. Mm-hmm. But to be who you are is just, I mean, it's difficult mm-hmm. to show up and go, hey, this is all of me or, you know, this is most of me. And I still yeah. feel comfortable. You're still learning, though. You're on that path, and you're way ahead of many people your age. Yeah, for even having the awareness of it. Anyway, oh, yes. Because, oh, yes. Because I surely didn't. No, exactly. It definitely no. come with maturity and just self-growth, trying to grow. I think it's also important to listen to that thing inside you that says, oh, this person or this group of people will be good for me. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they may be fun right now, but I don't feel that you know, this person's going to be healthy for me in the long run. Right. Uh, because there's been times kind of like blood matches. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And yeah. just that boundaries, like when, instead of ignoring it, right? Like saying, you know what, like our energies don't vibe and that's okay. Like, I think we've talked you about You might not this. want to say it like that to them. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Of course. Because I'm just going to say some people will be like, right. mm-hmm. You, oh my god. No, but you know what I mean. But yeah, I think that's something that I really struggled with honestly until probably like two years ago mm-hmm. I was and I still have parts of that that I try to like be like I realize consciously that they're showing themselves or whatever but that I was a huge people pleaser right yeah. so it didn't matter what I wanted to do in my mind that's or, an impact thing right there oh completely yeah. oh, and, and I would have anxiety attacks about well, what does this person think that I didn't show up to this or if, like, because I can't what you said yeah. They take it the wrong way. Completely. The simplest of sentences. Yeah. Or the tone of a text message. And I feel like that's something that. But um, with two friends, mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. Right. Exactly. They can go bitch and put the phone down and they love you the next exactly. day. Anyway. I, look at our, our group here. This yeah. is Rosalie again. Some of us do things together separately from the group and right, nobody's right. offended. Like, oh, exactly. well, they fight me yeah. and get all bent out of shape. And I've, yes. I'm sure all of us have yes. been in friend groups before where they, there's someone yeah. or multiple people who are like, oh, well, you guys hung out. Why was I invited? Right. Because right. we live 10 miles from me and y'all don't. Come on. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and obviously, we talked about you. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> that smelly ass can't pronounce the word Samhain. <laughs> Exactly. And so I think that that's really important is realizing when, you know, for lack of a better phrasing, that your energy just doesn't vibe with someone and that's Mm -hmm. okay. And that if you've been in a friendship or relationship of any kind with Mm -hmm. someone that no longer fits you or both of you, and that that's okay to just say, you know, hey... I feel like we've grown apart or things have gotten distant and there's, there's no hard feelings. It's just, I feel like our relationship doesn't fit in the way that it did. And I cherish our memories and what you meant to me. And And also sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Yeah. It just naturally goes and you just let it. But like a rubber band. I can find its way back. I have a story about both of those, all three of those things actually. 
in college, um, it took me a while to find a group of people in college, and I really enjoyed it talking through my dance team that I was on, and um, I was having a very crazy busy year. I was doing my senior year, my last year of undergrad, in my first year of graduate school. No, I'm sorry. That was incorrect. I was fully in graduate school. I was doing a written thesis and a practicum type thesis, uh, both a year long plus actual graduate courses on top of that. And there was a group chat and they would just text a lot because they had a bit more free time than I did, which was fine. And I just wouldn't answer because I was so, you know, head down into my studies. And I just, I'm that way. It's kind of when a lot of stuff happens, I shut down. It um, was also really intense. Like, <laughs> group tests. You are kind of intense. It was. So sometimes yeah. I love you guys, but if I don't answer, it's just like, whoa, <laughs> too much. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I had to have a really uncomfortable conversation with, um, a friend who's now back in my life because we just, I drifted apart from them because of the work I needed to do. And, you know, she, I think she's like, you know, we went, got lunch. It was super awkward. Me being an introvert and, you know, an empath, looking like, oh my God, what think what they say. And we met for lunch and she's like, well, did I, did I, did we do anything? Did I do anything? Like, no, it was just, you guys were always in the group chat and I felt like I was missing out on a lot of stuff and I had a lot of work to do. And it was just, I shut down because that was, Mm-hmm. You know, that was what I needed to do at that point. Self-care. And I care didn't, you know, couldn't communicate that in a, an effective way. And um, so I really rebuilt my friendship with um, Christine. So who will hopefully be a guest one day on the podcast. Yeah. But that was an uncomfortable conversation because, you know, had talked in a while and it was like, are you mad? No, I just <laughs> wouldn't deal. And then, you know, but now our friendship is really strong. Oh, and she's so nice. She's she is. I might show up in New Orleans and just be like, look, girl. Right. Let's do it. Let's party this world. And you know, I'm someone, this is Camille. I have always kept a pretty tight circle of friends. And it might be because people that know the most shit about me, you keep them close, obviously, for good reasons. <laughs> but my two VFFs from the city I used to live in, both named Lisa, friends since elementary and middle school, respectively. You know, the band has kind of thinned between us, but you guys have met them and they come here, they visit, and I'm just in a different phase of life and they respect that, but we still keep up. I mean, these are the girls that held my hair while I puked in high school. Right. Shout out Lisa Square. Thank you. Mad Dog 2020 and Bill's This was the 80s. But these are my ride or die. And everyone at this table, and even Kachandra, who was off, you know, on her anniversary thing right now. Happy anniversary, Tantra. Y'all are my ride or die. It's just a different phase of life. And I will hold on to you. Tight in my fist, <laughs> like precious jewels, mm-hmm. until I die or Facebook dies, no matter where I live, because you guys are the fabric of my life. And cheers. cheers. Oh, I love that. I was going to say, I think that would also include you guys out there. You know, yeah. you're really a part hey. of this group, too. So, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. You know, like, we, I mean, we'd still be here. We'd be here. <laughs> right. But not going through all this technological stuff. Exactly. The microphones and the whatnot. But, Dip your toe into our woo-woo pool and join us in a glass of Prosecco yeah. and let us know your thoughts. Yeah, whatever your choice of beverage is. Absolutely. None of us are judging. Yeah, so how about we draw a card regarding friendship? Ridley, yes. can you draw a card for us in the Oracle deck? And then uh, maybe, Alexandra, you can pull us a tarot card. Okay. And, and let it be about our friendship. 
Just make that intention. Well, that is a big deck you have there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like the deck. Deck coming out alive. So this card says, stand still. Oh, stand still for the deck. <laughs> well, obviously, we that's how we kind of came together was during the, the pandemic. And when the world stood still. The world stood still. We were med- like doing our meditative circles or our spirit circles. Yeah. We were still king of swords. So intellect, you know, somebody who cares a lot about people, and sometimes who can. I think that's a good card for this group. But sometimes we care about the emotions, but we'll also courage. Yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just kind of go, hey, we're gonna, you know, you're on your rockers in that one. Yeah. Straight up, but with yeah, love and caring, and I think that's a really good card for us. Yeah. Actually, that's a good card. So, Ro, what does your gut tell you about the standstill card? Um, it looks peaceful and zen. Yeah, and I so, think it. so it kind of goes with the pandemic, you know, thing where we all literally stood still and went within. And, went within and, um, and this friendship that we uh, bonded together has been meditative and exactly. helped us all to go a little bit deeper into our inner selves yeah. to inner work inner work exactly and maybe other friendships would be where it's more superficial or hanging out drinking or you know going right. out to eat or yeah I thought we'd we've had some really vibrations yeah we've like, had some really deep conversations about things yeah I think yeah. the king of swords also mm-hmm. helps with that that knowledge that cutting that but also the intellect and what you're talking about going mm-hmm. deeper into yourself. It's a nice balance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very good group to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you both yes. very much. Like you ladies you and gents. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you for our friendship. Thank you for your May it endure yeah. many, many years. And may I have Chilla soon. That's Camille's job because she's going to be, I'm in her will. We hit the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that means she got to go soon. <laughs> Camille, we're talking about. Right. <laughs> I fly more than anyone else. It could happen. I'm awkward though. the swords. On that note, to our witches and warlocks at home, thank you for joining us tonight. We're so glad you're here. Absolutely. Thank you for being our friends. And to yeah. see you. And give all of your friends a big hug. Yeah. My glass is empty. Let's cut this. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Bye. See you next time. Thank you for joining us today. Please follow and subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. It's so easy to do and such a huge help for us. We appreciate your interactions so much. Want to join us at our table? Make sure to check out our YouTube channel and join our Facebook community. If you've enjoyed this content and wish to support us, take a look at our Patreon page. All information and links will be in our podcast description. Catch you next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.